is an order, an agency, one that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle, has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This their story. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to Agents of the Circle, uh, the podcast where I run a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons for my friends, and all manner of hilarity ensues. Uh, as always, I am your host and your dungeon master, Sphinx Akasha. And I am joined uh, by my friends, uh, most of them anyway, uh, Kendra and Cherry as Ozma, the rogue slash wizard. Yay. 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 <laughs> Luke Edmondson as Lucius Flag, the divine soul sorcerer. Huzzah. Yay. <laughs> We've... <laughs> We've got Riley Brandau as Ash, the Druid Warlock. About time. <laughs> <laughs> About damn time. And we've got Megan Davidson as Kaladin, our monk slash cleric. Unfortunately, uh, Emily, uh, Emily Addington, Kalen Clark, and uh, Laramie Lundy could not make it with, to be with us today. Uh, so I'll be playing with their characters in their stead. Uh, but you know, hopefully we can get them for next session. So we're just gonna we're just gonna format it tonight, or at least four player it tonight, and uh, see what unfolds. Uh, on episode forty five, you guys, <laughs> that's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of episodes, and I'm sure those of you listening, all three of you, are out there wondering. You got that many episodes. Where are the rest of them? Where can we find them? Well, listeners, you can find them on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you get your podcast. So, but I have a question for you. If you're just starting out here on episode 45, what have you been doing? Go back and listen to the other 44 because you're about to be real confused if this is your first episode. I mean, entertained, no doubt, but confused. Uh, but those of you who are new and old, uh, please be sure to check us out. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your, tell, tell your uncles, 
uh, to anybody you know who might enjoy a bit of comedy and dice rolling, um, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it. Um, so yeah, let's just get straight to it. Uh, recently, the AU agents have been on a mission to try and uh, get to the bottom of what happened, why the circle fell, why the silver flame attacked you all. Um, you are, of course, the last surviving members that you know of, of the circle. No one else has come forward. Uh, you met with Kaelinan, uh, who survived her chapter uh, being destroyed and convened in Covert. Um, not Cover, sorry, in Undair. Cover is the name of the continent. Undair is the name of the kingdom. Uh, in the kingdom of Undair, under the protection of King Ashara, who sent you on a quest to locate uh, the once thought uh, mythological, uh, hyper powerful Gorfim, uh, the druid of the forest in the Whispering Wood, uh, or Whisper Woods, rather. You find him to learn that he is a reformed Eldritch Abomination uh, that was taken in by Ratatoskar, the uh, the dragon of the forest, the, the, who is also worshipped as kind of a druidic god, uh, depending on what circles you follow. Um, you informed Gorfum of what happened uh, to the circle, only to learn uh, that he is one of the founding members of the circle itself. Uh, and while he uh, wishes to help, he is not able to join you on your quest right away. Uh, he did, however, send you uh, westwards uh, on a quest to find someone who can help a uh, tiefling monk uh, warlock named Kai, uh, who is... And I always mess this up because I forget where I am. Uh, who is located in the demon wastes on a quest of his own uh, to find a sword that had been forged by the goddess known as the Raven Queen, essentially the goddess of death. Uh, in the city of Ashkatala, uh, in her temple, uh, you gotten yourselves across Undair into the Eldine Reaches uh, where you met up with another group of druids, the Wardens of the Wood, and uh, got some valuable information as well as uh, rest and amusement <laughs> and, 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 and squeaky bed noises um, <laughs> before... <laughs> <laughs> before you all uh, were uh, assisted in getting to the mouth of the Icehorn Mountains uh, to go through this pass that leads directly into the Demon Wastes uh, and would come out the other and um, in the beginning of what is this ridiculously elaborate the labyrinth uh, where you were warned of a beholder that may or may not be laying in wait for you. Meanwhile, agents of the Silver Flame are hot on your tail. Um, as you were leaving uh, Greenheart, uh, a, group of, um, a group of Silver Flame Inquisitors 
we're entering or we're attempting to enter the barrier that protects the uh, the the towering wood from the rest of the world. You went through the pass and were assaulted by a number of harpies and a uh, chimera, <laughs> which you handily defeated uh, and uh, scared the crap out of any other creature uh, that kind of lingered around as you passed through, as you continued through the pass. And when we ended our last session, you found yourself standing at the obsidian gates of the labyrinth, uh, which is where we begin tonight. <clears throat> so, you find yourselves staring down a pair of tall obsidian stone doors. They are shiny and flattened and are just foreboding. Mm. Uh, the doors each stand at about, say, 15 feet in height, and they look pretty solid. What would you like to do? Is there any like inscription on them or anything? Anything that we could read? Go ahead and make a perception check. No, or actually go ahead and make an investigation check. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten. You noticed some scratches near the uh near the foot of the door. Uh, it looks like the door has been used recently, but that's all you really notice. Hmm. Could I make an arcana check? Go for it. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. You feel a, a pulsing of energy through the door or coming from the doors. Um, there's definitely a, a kind of magical lock on that door. And you, you can feel its presence and that there's some intricacy to it, but you don't quite get how to undo said lock. So, it appears that this door is magically locked. I don't understand the mechanism of it, but just to be forewarned. Hmm. Jazz scratches his beard as he stares at it, and he too will attempt an arcana check. Oh! <laughs> 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 nice. Oh, Jazz. 
<laughs> I think that this is an intricate lock in maybe two parts. There seems to be a a rather and he looks he squints a bit uh, as he can see I see a strange inscription on the door. Do you not all see that? It is there, it is glowing, it's a little bit red, and and Dekos looks forward. No, I don't see anything. And Orla looks as well and can't see anything on her from her side of things either. They switch places a bit, the three of them, kind of uh, three-card Monty style. No, no. No, it is still it is right there. And he's, he's pointing directly at a specific spot on the, the door. Uh, you, it's the first time that you actually notice there are no handles on this door. There's no handle. There's no uh, handhold. There's no knob. Nothing with which to pull or push the door open. Are there hinges on this side? Make a investigation check. Oh, not my strength. Okay. Is is there any way for me to see what Jazz is indicating, like as far as the writing, or am I just too blind to <laughs> to see it? Uh, it, if you want to make an Arcana check, I'd say go for it. Okay, that's probably not going to end up very well either. Do you have your Eldritch Invocations yet? As a yes. Uh, yes. I, I have um, Agonizing Blast, Devil's Sight, and Eyes of the Rune Keeper. Oh! So if you've I can eyes, see it... You've got I'd Eyes be- of the Rune Keeper. So yeah, you've, you, you, can, you can see it. You too see okay. the strange red writing. Uh, it, it it kind of almost looks like uh, the it kind of gives the effect of like embers that are just kind of like you, when you blow on embers and they kind mm. of flash red for a moment and then they start to die down very very slowly. Uh, and you actually hang on, <laughs> I can whisper this to you in the chat. Ha ha! And that's what you read. It clearly says, knock three times with all your soul. Your arcane presence will swing the doorway open. Oh, yes, that is what I see, too. Jazz, like, 
adamantly like points. Yes, I am so surprised that the rest of you cannot see this. I don't exactly know how to knock with all my soul, though. Dacos kind of ponders for a moment. That's, huh? Oh, give me a moment. And he takes out his staff of the Magi. And he taps it three times on the doorway and casts knock. And both Jazz and Ash, you both feel this weird tingling as the 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 words in, engraved on the door begin to emblazon themselves brighter. None of you, none of the rest of you can't see any of this uh, as they are the only ones attuned somehow to, to this door. Uh, but you also know, those of you that aren't watching the door notice the Dacos's staff begin to glow as he moves it away from the door. And Kaladin, with your investigation role, uh, you were able to see that there are not, in fact, uh, hinges, but there does seem to be like a bit of a, a space to where you could like slide your fingers in along like side the door parallel to it. And as you are noticing that, and Dacos knocks on the door with his staff, the doors, rather than swinging open, slide apart. Oh, cool. And it's a very slow kind of... <laughs> well, nothing ominous about that. I'm certain that these will not close behind us and trap us in a labyrinth of death, so... Of course. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. Oh, my God. Emily draws her, her bow nervously and knocks an arrow uh, just to not, not aiming it, but just like kind of keeping it low and just kind of steadying herself. Jazz looks at her. It is not a bad idea. And summons Saif uh, in one hand and just kind of holds it there. Dacos just kind of stares into the darkness. So I guess we're going. Is it is it completely black in the is there any light coming out of there at all? Make a perception check. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> ah! Um you see like a very small kind of pinprick of light but you can't tell where that's coming from or how far away it is. Okay. Before we go in, I would like to do a thing that is uh, the eyes of night. Um, ah, wait. So Ash also has devil sight. So yes, you do. I can see up to 100 feet away, magical or non-magical darkness i think the only person here that does not have auto dark vision is jazz 
And yeah, but I can share that with him using Eyes of Night. Yes, you can. can have it for 10 minutes. Yes, you can. I'm trying to steal my thunder, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> so is that you're going to go ahead and share that with Jazz? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how, go ahead and describe to me how you, how you accomplish that. Um, well, it, it seems very dark inside. So I'm going to um, sort of take stock of who's around me and notice that uh, Jazz is the only human. So I'm going to walk over to him and I put my hand on his shoulder and I whisper something under my breath. My eyes kind of glow this um, ice blue for a second. Oh and my goodness. His do as well. And then he can see um, in dark, in the dark with no maximum range for 10 minutes. Nice. I Ooh. do enjoy eyes of night. <laughs> oh, oh, I can see in the, what? What new magic is this? I have never, oh. This is a divine blessing from Misha Kal. Pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> and you can see him kind of like lean his head to the side as if someone is speaking to him. And then he nods. Yes, this Misha Kal does seem to be uh, a wondrous, wondrous being indeed, Saif. I'm growing more and more curious about our new friend. And he turns to you, uh, Katie. Thank you. That was very kind of you. I nod. Uh, after you. And I gesture into the dark. Like, oh, 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 okay. I, I, I guess I will wander in first. So with that, let us bring you to... Map, 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 <laughs> map, map. So you now enter a room of absolute darkness. Um, there's a strange hallway that kind of veers off to one side. And let me rearrange. Since the jazz is gone first, and the rest of you can kind of rearrange yourselves as you like. Should have dominion over your characters. No, you don't. Hang on. Sorry about that. Things I should have done before we started. But I'm doing it now. Map is giant. It's very big. I'm not seeing anything but total blackness. Yeah, you got to scroll up into the right because that happened to me too. I love oh. it. Oh my goodness! Okay, this map is ginormous. Yeah, absolutely. Dang. Welcome to the labyrinth. <laughs> We're gonna be in here for a while. I'm getting the feeling. <laughs> Yeah, kind of wishing I hadn't used things to merge the Chimera. Well, you don't necessarily have to go all the way in right away. If, you, if you'd like to, uh, to take some time to rest, you're definitely welcome to do that. 
Uh, particularly since the majority of you are elves, uh, and your rests, your long rests don't take nearly as long. Um, if you want to go ahead and take a bit of a rest now, a short rest or long rest, actually, I would be in favor of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems wise. Yeah. So you, you don't quite enter yet. You, uh, you kind of weigh your options and decide to rest and, and, and get yourselves uh, realigned. Uh, so you, you know, set, up, uh, set up a small fire uh, near the doorway and then you all sit around it for a few hours. Um, nothing of note happens. The door remains open uh, as it's still... Uh, you can see that, the, that um, Dacos' staff is still glowing. It's not as bright as it was when the door first opened, but it is kind of pulsing. Ever so slightly. And you spend the next few hours uh, replenishing yourselves and uh, regaining any hit points or spell slots and key points and all of those things. So are we taking a a long rest or a short rest? I'd say a a long rest is, is, is a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then I need to pick new spells. Yay. And you guys are in control of your characters now. Or at least you should have control of your characters now. And yes. So you all, by the time you finish uh, your rest, it's the sun is set and it's well into the night. Excuse me. Uh, There is still a modicum of light coming from that pinprick you saw uh, before, but it does seem to be dimming. And as you actually enter the uh, the hallway, the entryway, you can see that the the light is actually coming from a glow stick that someone had dropped uh, on the floor as they were entering. Hmm. Kind of tempted to pick it up and bring it with us. I mean, it's only jazz that really needs it, but we can't have it. Well, even if it's not immediately useful, it'll be useful later. Yeah. Yeah. I bravely grabbed the glow stick. The glow stick is now in your brave hand, sir. <laughs> it, it feels like it has been uh, 
been it's it, it's warm to the touch uh and as an adventurer you would know that you know these things don't get overly warm when you're holding them um but it is a bit cooler than it would be had it just been ignited okay so you can tell that it has been on for some time and beginning to dim what that does tell us is that somebody came in here not that long ago Yep. Mm. Can I look at the room in here. Can I look at the ground and see if there are any like tracks or anything, or if there's any yeah. like notches in the wall or anything? Go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay. Um, you vaguely see uh, just the vague remains of what are boot prints in the. Uh, in the the stone on the ground, and the kind of uh, see some notch work in the stone to your left. Uh, does anyone read Abyssal? Yep, I can read anything. I do too. Excellent. Uh, it pretty much says. The way in. <laughs> uh, so helpful. When we look at um, the boot prints, how are they humanoid? Do they look like? What do they, they look like? They look humanoid to you. Okay. So my working hypothesis is that this might be the way that Kai came, and that he was leaving himself notes to find his way out on the wall. That would make sense. Josh, uh, Jazz nods. Yes, I, I agree. This, this is, this is a good thought. Um, I think that we should maybe follow suits in making, like a notch or something as we go, so we can find our way back to various points. Is that something that seems like a good idea to you guys? Yes, definitely. Indeed. Is anyone able to conjure any... Well, I guess since most of us can see in the dark anyway, it doesn't really matter, but maybe some orbs of light or something. I feel like we used that before. Yeah, doesn't somebody have... I believe someone does have... Uh, or was that Triss? Maybe... Oh, that might have been Triss. Yeah, it was Triss. That was Triss. I have prestidigitation, but that's a far cry from... I mean, I have a torch. Would that work? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it would. So here's the, the issue with creating a light source, is that other people can see it, too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That is true. So um, I can... can How often can I do that thing that I just did for jazz? Um, I think you can do that depending on oh. your level three times a day. Uh, you can extend this benefit a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier and you regain all new uses when you finish long rest. Okay, so I can give Jazz 40 minutes oh, nice. of, uh, of dark vision. Probably going to take us longer than that to get through. So how about we put 
can cope with let's put Ash at the front because he's got the like super duper dark vision. Um and then put Jazz and me in the middle. And then if Ash tells us that we that there's something we need to be able to see, I can confer Misha Call's blessing and then we won't have to use a torch or anything else until we absolutely need to. One additional thought. I believe Jazz in the past has uh, constructed a set of goggles with his mechanical things. This is true. <laughs> yes. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, he has. He either constructed or found some, uh, some goggles that allows him to see in the dark. Let me see. Do, 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 do. If memory serves, it does take up some of his uh, potential uses of of that for combat. So yeah. that still would be good if we get into some heavy stuff that you can still hit him with that spell if need be. Yeah, the lens of hidden eyes. Let's see. No, this is an item. This is an item that he's got attuned to himself. So... He can use it whenever he wants. It's the, there's a charge of six cents that costs him to use. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, otherwise they're just, uh, I don't remember, I don't even remember how he found those. Uh, but yes, he, he's got goggles that allow him to see up to 60 feet in the dark. Oh, well, yeah, do that. Okay. And he, <laughs> pulls his goggles down and he activates them with a it's like ah don't work nearly as well without the pew sound effects yes yeah yeah very much a worrying of something going something magical and mechanical going on in those lenses and you see uh, almost like spider-man eyes uh, his the uh, the goggles kind of glow, kind of an off green color, almost a uh, almost a leafy green. Like oh, that is much better. Okay, and Ash, you've moved forward. I see. So let's mm -hmm. reveal a bit more of that for you. You've got about that. Hmm. All right. So do we want to go through this uh, slow and like methodically try not to spring traps or should I just keep walking? I think that we should follow the notches in the wall and hopefully then the traps will already have been sprung. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll look to see if I can see any of the notches that we think were left by Kai. All right. Go ahead and roll like uh, up, up to where, like where, where are you looking first? Ooh. Um, I would guess the this first doorway area. Um, let's see. Like, like there. Yeah. All right. So you you head there. Uh, go ahead and make your perception roll for me. 
Oh, nice. Okay. So one of the things you notice as you get to kind of this, uh, this T uh, in, the, in the path is that the footprints seem to split. Uh, you can see that they and that they are both that they, they seem to be the same. Uh, or footprint, the, yeah, both sets of footprints seem to have come from the same boot, or at least the same boot type. But one goes off to what would be your right, and then the other set goes forward. But you also notice that there's another set going towards the. Uh, coming back uh, from the way it came forward and then moving towards the right. Okay. So seeing some uh, sets of footprints here, it looks like someone doubled back after going down this long hallway and went to the right. Ash, how, how far is your dark vision? Uh, 120 feet. 120 feet. Okay. Then let's see. Then you might as well able to here so I can see down that hallway as well. Yeah, that's a good idea because you can see. Whoops, that's not what I wanted. Reveal areas, damn it. There we go. You also see a bit of this. Oh. Just a little bit more there and there. Do the uh, boot prints, when they doubled back, do they look like they were running? Or is it just like they hit a dead end or something? Hmm. It looks like they... It doesn't look like they hit a dead end so much as they kept going... It, it veered to the left a little bit, and then the footprints are walking again from that same area. Okay, so it doesn't look like something was chasing this person. No. Okay. No, th those those it's, it's the same set of footprints, and cool. and and no other additional ones. And can I see down the hallway to my right? as well. Oh, yes. Yes, you can. Ah. Hey, there's a door here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to come check it out? Absolutely. Oop. Oops. I should grab everyone else. Jazz comes. Oh, that is interesting. Anyone want to check the door for traps or something? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, do a per that per. Uh, that will be an investigation with advantage. Is that me doing that? Uh, it's, I thought or, that was Appa doing that. Sorry. 
I, I, thought, would, I thought you were going to take it, but I have a plus five to investigation. Yeah, so no, my I investigation is garbage. I, I was just suggesting it. it. <laughs> With advantage, that's an 18. You take a look and you don't see any traps per se, but you do see that there seems to be a, a, a locking mechanism on that door. Hmm. We'll kind of approach this the same way we did last time and see if there's anything written or anything. Uh, are you are you checking for magical or mundane writing? Um, check for mundane writing. All right. Go ahead and roll investigation again for me. Mostly because my arcana sucks. <laughs> uh, while she's doing that, I'm going to make a little note in the wall using one of my little Ooh. ninja star darts All right. that we Good. came in and to get out, we need to turn left. Jazz will come up and assist you. So go ahead and roll again. It'll give you some advantage. <laughs> Maybe I can help you. You got a plus five investigation. You're going to roll one. Oh, that's better. That is much better. Much better. So you yeah. kind of look around there doesn't seem to be anything written on the wall uh, or on the door. It, it, it all seems like a very normal-ish door that happens to have a locking mechanism. Um, you want to try knock again? Uh, <laughs> we could Hebrews? just pick the lock, right? Yeah. Then we don't have to use a spell. Ooh. Yeah, he only, has, he only have so many charges of this spell on my staff. I hate to, to waste them if we don't have to. If we tried to pick the lock, what would that be? That would be... Uh, you have thieves tools, don't you? I sure do. I think... Let's, let me see how that works here. Do, 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 do. Should be dex plus proficiency for a rogue. I believe so. One quick thing before you actually get into it. Uh, would you mind if I gave it a look for magic? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Reluctantly put my thieves tools away. Haven't been able to use these. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. All right. Well, it looks fine to me. Yeah, you 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 stretch out your your arcane senses, and you don't feel anything pushing back at you. All right, can we let the professionals work now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. Jazz, jazz, kind of leans to the side. It kind of makes a flourishing gesture. Of by all means, be my guest. Is this just going to be a dex roll? Um, so yeah, make a dex roll and we'll add your proficiency. Okay. That. This better be a good one. Let's see, what is your proficiency? Plus four. Oh, yeah, you're fine. So you kind of jimmy around with your, your tools for a little bit. Uh, it's kind of barely like scraping around and you find like the sweet spot in the in the lock and you give like a very like a good t 
tug and a shift and you hear a, the the you hear and feel that satisfying <laughs> that you haven't <sighs> felt in so long as, come the, to mama <laughs> and the door swings open nice and you get this lovely view wonderful uh, Ozma makes a very flourishing gesture and points Vanna White style towards the door. Well, after you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, okay Ozma. Say You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So you guys want to move forward? Okay, you guys are moving in. Groovy. Very cautiously. Um, <laughs> does this more or less look the same as the other parts of the labyrinth we've seen thus far? It does. It- there, there doesn't seem to be anything of note uh, on the walls or at least not immediately, closer to where you are, Ash, uh, go ahead uh, with your passive perception, actually, with your, your high-ass passive perception, uh, you notice another kind of arrow uh, kind of hastily uh, scribbled into the wall near the corner that points in the direction that you're coming from. The arrow is pointing back out. The arrow is pointing back out. Hmm. What uh, does the note say? The note says, this way back to the beginning. Yep, I'll put a little, like, asterisk there so we know that, like, we agree. We were also here. Okay. <laughs> um, All right, and Ash, you being where you are right now, means that you can see with your ridiculous amount of (laughs) dark vision, you get this fun little, oh, nope, hang on. I don't know why I didn't reveal it just now. That was silly. Boom. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to approach here, (laughs) see if I can see anything, uh, you know, off to the left and the right without exposing myself too much. Um, Because those look like big gaps in the hallway. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Cool. And Jazz will join you. Just his curiosity kind of winning out. Orla will shore up the middle with Katie and Dekos will take the rear. 
pulling out his own sword now and just kind of being a rear guard. Or pulling out the hilt, rather. He hasn't ignited the blade yet. And so what would you like to do? Actually, let me see. Given where you're, where you are, your sight lines would. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. So you can see at least that. Like, oh, there seems to be stairs going up there. Jazz will move forward a bit and get a better look and reveal that. Okay. If we look for those boot prints, which direction does it seem like they went? So the boot prints stop at about here before it turns and goes this way. And Giles will actually walk up to where the boot prints stop and will make an investigation check of his own. It looks like they stopped here and he did something. He, he stoops down a bit and then notices a bit of uh, a bit of rock on the ground that seems to match the wall. He looks back up at the wall and notices another uh, scribbled note in the wall. Dead end this way. In abyssal. Which okay, Jazz, but- Jazz can't read, so he points it out and is like, hey, here's more of that uh, <laughs> funny abyssal language. Read it for people. Yep. It's a stairs dead end, essentially. Okay, and so then he turns around and continues in this direction. That is correct. He, he didn't go further forward, right? No. Okay. Or at least it doesn't. It doesn't appear that he did. Right. Well, let's go down this way. All right. I'll join you. 
Dickhouse will take the rear again. And with both of you hanging out there, I can reveal some more of the map. See a bit of a larger room. Seems empty. Uh, there are a few scratches and scribbles along the walls that you can see. The floor and the, the walls are made of the same strange black stone uh, as the rest of what you've been walking through. Uh, but the footprints kind of wander around the room a bit and it looks like you take it they kind of circle around both here and here Well, might as well see if I can see, you know, anything in that first area that you circled. Okay. It looks like the footprints are going in circles. Here? Mm-hmm. So you can definitely see uh, that the door here has been opened. So you see definitely the, the markings of the door kind of scraping along the, uh, the floor. So the, the door pulls inward. Okay. And then down there. Down there you see the same thing. But you... The, the door's been opened. Uh, or rather... You see a door. I don't know why it didn't reveal that. There's a door there. There's a door there too. And you can see that it has been opened, uh, but you can't tell whether or not he went in or not. Is there or, writing next to either of these doors? No, not that you can see. Um, do the doors look locked? Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot seem to remember exactly what a lock looks like. <laughs> How do doors work again? It's like I feel like there should be something here, but I don't. I don't know. Let me give it a go. All right. Well, are you investigating? Okay. Uh, you do see that this door was locked. It is not locked anymore. 
It would appear that whomever we're following has done the work for us on this door, at least. Does the door like open like a, a normal sort of hinge door or is it one of those sliding doors? Um, based on what you can see of the door, it seems like it's a normal like standard hinge door. Okay, can I open it a crack and see if I can just peek through the the, the door to the next room? Um, go ahead and make a stealth check. Alright, you very, very carefully crack the door open just a little bit and peek in. Uh, it's not really enough to see much. You can see floor and the wall over on this corner and hang on I can reveal kind of what you see oops nope that was a hide can't hide anything other than what's already hidden it's double hidden now it's double hidden now so yeah, this this is about all you get. Okay. Well, I don't I don't see anything in there, but I can't see a whole lot. Do we just want to open this door? Well, can you hear anything? Can I hear anything? That's a good question. Go ahead and roll perception. Um, you hear your own breathing. You can hear me breathing over your shoulder. <laughs> and yeah, you hear Katie breathing over your shoulder. But beyond that, doesn't seem to be any noise coming from out of the room that you can tell. And yeah, let's just open the door. Nope. Oh. All right. You open the door. And the room is empty. It's kind of barren, uh, save for a set of footprints that wander that seem to wander around at the walls and scriggles uh, here in abyssal again. Nothing. Or the word nothing in abyssal. And this is another door? Is that right? That is correct. Can I listen at that door and see if anything's going on on the other side? Go ahead and roll perception for me. Nineteen. Okay. You don't hear anything. Everything is, everything is very, very, very still and silent. 
Uh, is this door locked? Um, roll investigate for me. Um, that's good enough. Uh, for, for that particular door, doesn't even seem to have a lock on it. All right. Well, I would like to open it. Okay. As you open the door, let's see. Uh, Tentacle lashes out at you, uh, but misses. You bat it away uh, just as it lashes out at you with your staff. Uh, And as it, as the door completely swings open, you see a tall slender thing with uh, very very elongated limbs uh, arms and legs very skinny with uh, fingers uh, dripping down into strange razory claws Um, tentacles seem to kind of uh, slither and undulate from its back and from its arms, its head, its face is faceless. Uh, no eyes, no mouth to speak of, just blank, rigid uh, uh, angles and, 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 and strange. Like it almost looks as if it is uh, made of flesh and bone and decaying uh, plant life. Uh, just uh, reaching for you. Wow. Everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did listen. He's just not making any noise. <laughs> oh, shoot. Really? Okay. Real solid initiative rolls here. Yes, yes. Well, we're all very put off by the icky thing. <laughs> <laughs> None um, of us want to fight this thing. No, you were. You're first. You're first. Actually, I've got. A, sorry, I didn't clear this out. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative again for me. Better. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. And then let's see. Got to roll for you. Do the thing. 
And then and then Okay, Ash, we are missing you. I rolled a seventeen. Okay. Hang on. I may have to add you manually. Seventeen. Oh, do I need to click on myself before doing the roll? Yeah, it's all right though. I can add you. Okay. There we go. I just won't. Ha- I just won't have your pretty picture on it. Okay. All right, so let's, in descending order, Dacos, having heard the, uh, the exclamation, runs forward from his place, and actually his speed is not very much, so he can't get very far this turn. But he pulls out his sword and ignites the uh, the void blade, and it glows blue, like a great lightsaber. And let's see, is there anything he can do spell wise? No, because he's at a point where he can't see anything. Um, well, actually, hang on. He will. Actually, no, he won't do that either. He will end his turn there. At which point it is Jazz's turn. Jazz will, let's see, speed is 30. Jazz will run up to the right where, just past you with Saif drawn. He will turn and see the gross slender thing with its claws outstretched and he will lash out twice with Saif. Soon as I find Saif, up oh, there it is. All right, there we go. That will hit. And do. Don't know why it's not. There we go. Nope. Did not roll it there. That's weird. All right. 
Oh, very cool. So it will do 16 damage to that creature for its first attack. And he will ah, bring it around for another hit. Which will also hit. I would have been very surprised if it hadn't. All right. He cuts into it twice with pretty sizable damage. And you see uh, Saif slice through uh, the torso of the slender thing. And like there is no sound. Uh, that emits from its mouth, but you all hear in your minds a great shrieking. Mm. And that will end his turn. Uh, it is Ash's turn. What would you like to do? I would like to move. Let's see. Um, right. Here, and then I'm going to do an Eldritch Blast at uh, our Slender Man friend there. All right, go for it. If memory serves correctly, I get to do two of those. That's correct. So you step forward, reaching out your hand and firing two bright blasts of green energy. The first one, the Slender Man, just seems to kind of very vaguely move off to the side as, and the blast strikes the wall behind him. But the second one hits and it ripples through his chest. You hear this rumbling in your mind. As it kind of turns its face, not face, in your direction. Is is that rumbling an indication of <laughs> like, oh yeah, that that hurt him, or it not was so much. It was a, an indication of it was it affected it, but it doesn't seem very bothered. Okay. Uh, I'll do, I'll do that again. All right. Maybe these ones will bother it more. That one definitely hits. Both hit. Very good. And you... Let's see. I don't know what I'm doing here. Minus six. They both hit. And kind of each hit like hits him and pushes him up against the wall. Uh, the last hit kind of slams him up against the wall, and there's no exhalation of of breath or or any indication that this thing even breathes. It just kind of crumples a little bit and then stands up straight and just kind of very eerily leans towards you its head askew as if 
trying to sniff you out, but it clearly can't because there's nothing there on its face. And you feel more than hear a low growl in your mind. Okie doke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy is neat. Neat. That's a good way to describe him. I was going to go with swell, but I think neat covers it. Neat covers it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing Dandy. about this guy is swollen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that will end my turn. All right. Uh, then it is Ozma's turn next. Right. I'm going to move over here by Jazz. Since it appears that he is engaged with this fine fellow. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure. Um, and first things first. We're gonna we're gonna do a little stabby stabby because right. I don't like this thing and I want to um, stab it. I was gonna say something else, but stab it. I would like to stab it. <laughs> cool, cool. Did it do it? There. All right. That is a hit, uh, piercing and sneak attack damage, since it is engaged. Excuse me. So you slice through it with your shadow glass daggers, uh, not making any kind of real indication of cutting through your daggers, seeming to just pass through its body. But you see the, the slender thing react and just kind of wince just a bit as you re- remove your daggers from its form. Well, that's a good sign, I, I think, I suppose. <laughs> right. And it turns its attention towards you now being directly involved with it. Um... I'm also going to do just reading something for a second. Uh, let's let's do a trusty firebolt in this general direction here. Wait, no, I'm right next to it, right? Let's do yep. a shocking wound. Okay. Shocking grasp will miss. So you Mwah. reach out. You reach out for it, and it just kind of moves as your your fingers miss or just hit. Did you roll the damage and not the, the attack roll? I, I think I did. I do this all the time, I feel. <laughs> Go ahead and make the attack roll. This is actually like like a thing. It's, it's my calling card. It happens. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to hit either. Nope. No, it won't. <laughs> no, no, it won't. So, so continue. <laughs> yeah, it just moves aside <laughs> as you reach and, and, and grasp at the air as it just kind of moves just far enough back uh, to avoid your hands. And it 
just kind of leans in your direction and cocks its head to the side, very snake-like, its tentacles still undulating uh, from its back and its arms as it begins to to move his hand, once pointed at Jazz, it begins to revolve in your direction. I'm going to uh, take my little cunning action here to disengage. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and that's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to Lucius. Okay. Uh, I am going to move to here. And will that give me line to him or uh, there? You can see him from, uh, he, I'd say you have partial or he has partial cover against you. Okay. So if you attack it, if you make an attack roll, it'd be with disadvantage. But you can see him. Well then, heck with it. I've got I've got the movement to uh, to make it inside. Okay. Um, and I will pull out my uh, wand of radiance and hit it with a delightful guiding bolt. All righty, guiding bolt it is. Do, 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 do. Bolt is radiant damage. Oh, yes, that will do quite nicely. Uh, for 28 points of radiant damage, you move into the room, aim your wand, and a bright flash of light uh, strikes out from you just past Jazz's head and hits it uh, just in the clavicles. Ah! It moves a step or two back uh, and looks at you somewhat taken aback by the fact that you were able to, to, to push it, so. And since I, uh, I had to draw the wand on this, I didn't have that readied. Um, I believe that ends my turn. Okay. Uh, so let me take a 50. Okay. And it is now Katie's turn. Okay, I would like to bebop around to here. Can I do okay. that? Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got the movement. And I should have advantage, right? Either On your attack I'm... roll? Yeah, you're flanking. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. I'm going to take two strikes with my quarterstaff, two-handed. Right. Go for it. Oh! So that's well, that, actually a critical. <laughs> that is a critical indeed, yes. Um, so you do 16 damage with your first strike. And then second strike. That is not a critical. Um, it's funny that it does that for you. <laughs> I think it's when like even the damage dice roll at the maximum for their die, it'll show up as green. Gotcha. So oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so that would be thirteen on that one. Yeah. 
So okay. 17 and 13. Um, and then I will also take a, an, an unarmed strike for my bonus action because of my martial arts. All right. So I'll uh, try and knee him in the kidney, I guess, if he has one. Okay. All right. And what level monk are you? I am a fifth level monk. So just checking something real quick here with your monk level. Because that will determine some things. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not what I like to hear. I had a feeling. Okay. So. You. Actually, let me check out your staff real quick. Just a normal staff. The plus one. The plus one quarter staff. It's uncommon. Ah, but it is a magic weapon. Okay. So both of those strikes do full damage. Uh, your, but you when you knee it, it doesn't seem so. You 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 come in swinging uh, and twirling your staff. You hit it, knock it once in the face. It's swinging the other direction. Bam, the other side of the face. And then you move in for a knee. And at the knee, it seems to kind of, like you saw it jerk its head back with both of the, the, the attacks you made with your staff. But once you hit it with your knee, it seems a lot harder uh, in, in, uh, in the body for you to hit it. And while you do hit it, it doesn't seem to do as much uh, as you thought it would. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Um, and then I, I have a cantrip, right? Yep. Okay. I am going to sacred flame it. All righty. All right. It has to make a deck save of 16. Let's do that. And it fails. Wait, actually, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He has advantage on saving throws against Phil, so he gets out of it. He avoids it. All right, you little shit. (laughs) 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 Um, So you, you knee him and then push back and try to hit him with a sacred flame, and he bats your hand away. And the flame goes wide. Ooh, not cool. All right, that is my turn. All righty. Orla. Uh, let's see. Orla is going to walk in and immediately, like, she's already got the, had her bow knocked. And as she walks in, she raises the bow in the direction she sees everyone fighting. Uh, and will... Where is her equipment? Action. There we go. She's going to use Thorn of the North to do a grasping vine... 
and will fire her first shot with it. Which will miss. Uh, the arrow goes wide, just passing Jazz's head and passing Katie's head as well. She will curse under her breath and fire a normal shot with it. Which will hit. The arrow strikes the, the Slender Man in the chest uh, just around where its heart would be. And it kind of staggers back a little bit, grabs the arrow, and yanks it out. And there's this weird black ichor that kind of begins to bubble up a little bit and then just kind of freezes in place. And let's see. It is not looking very good right now for our friend, the Slender Man. Uh, let's see. Does she do anything else? She will attempt to hit it with a thorn whip. She is within range. And that will most certainly hit but will only do two piercing damage. So she will lower her lower her bow, and with the hand she used to knock the arrow, she will fling out a whip made of vine that slashes it across its face, and you see kind of the, a very small uh, wound opens a bit of a slit just on its cheek, or where its cheek should be, uh, and it it's kind of, it looks almost like burlap as it kind of rips it open. But it's a very, or those of you that are close enough to see it, it looks like burlap. Okay, well, that brings us to, and she will move here. That brings us to the Slender Man himself. Who will, uh, let's see, Ozma, no. Jazz, and Katie, I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oh, that's Excuse not me. That's uncalled for. <laughs> this is rude. No. Ouch. No. No. Oh, boy. Oh, all three of you. Okay. Oh, good. Um, you are all frightened. <sighs> As it kind of, it unfurls its arms and its tentacles and, and looks directly up into the air. And in just the three of your heads, you hear this eerie clicking noise accompanied by a... Ew. And you are frightened, and let's. I, I, I need to refresh myself on exactly what that does to you. 
think we have disadvantage on attacks against it, and we can't move toward it. That sounds about right. Oh, I mean, um, we yep. have advantage against it, and also um, <laughs> we do extra damage. You and have it's on fire. You, <laughs> <laughs> you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of its fear is within your line of sight, and you cannot willingly move closer to the source. So yeah, uh, you you had it right on the Monday the first time, and then it will do some fun things, like use its tentacles to hit you twice, Katie. I'm here because you were the first to open the door. Well, it misses that first attempt. but hits you the second time around. Yeah. For Jesus. 30 points of psychic damage. <coughs> so it, it missed you the first time, but the, the next time it hits you, it hits you right in the temple and you feel this strange shock of pain. Uh, that nearly brings you to your knees, but it's all in your head. That was not very kind. Yeah, they're, they're, they tend to not be. <laughs> and then from the shadows in the other side of the room, another Slender Man approaches. And we'll send two tentacle attacks in Ash's direction. Mm. Does 18 hit your AC? Yeah. Take 29 points of psychic damage as the tentacle hits you in the face, uh, directly in the forehead, uh, right between your eyes, and sends jolts of pain into you. Mab, from within your mind, screams in pain. Ah! Kid! Kid, my child! And it will attack you again. God. Or... Oh, Jesus. 30 points more of psychic damage. Okay. Are you still up? E yeah. Okay, good. Um, well, that one wasn't supposed to do anything, but yeah. I ignore the 20 plus 37. It was just the 30. Okay. Jesus. And it will cast its frightful presence upon you now, Ash as well as Orla and Lucius, please make wisdom saving throws. Oh, Jesus. This really is the Halloween episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I wasn't, and now I am. Ooh, Orla does not do well there. Ash, you save out of it. You are not frightened. Sorry, D&D Beyond is reloading that rolled ASAP. No worries. 
So, so far we've got Ozma being frightened. Katie is frightened. You managed to just make it. You are not frightened, Lucius. In the shock of the century. <laughs> you ain't scared of no Slender Man. And let's see. Did I get your jazz already? Yeah. Okay. So, lots of frightening things happening. Um, so, yeah. Ash and Lucius are not frightened. Orla is frightened. Uh, Jazz and Katie are frightened. And that will end his turn. And we'll go back to the top of the order with Idris, who will walk into the room like he owns the motherfucker. <laughs> And swing his blazing sword. Where are you, Void Blade? There you are. Twice at the creature. Which, and we'll definitely hit it for 11 points of force damage. which will bring it to one knee. See, strikes it in just in its hip with the void blade, the light, the searing light phasing through it. The, the creature screams. Uh, and everyone nearby can hear it in their minds as, uh, as Dekos spins around and takes another swipe at it. And lops off its head. The creature scream is cut, is cut short as the blade passes through its neck and the head just kind of falls backwards. You see this tall, slender thing fall to the ground with a loud, sickening slop and crunch of bone and weirdly moist flesh. Oh. <laughs> it's moist. It's so, so nice. So that one is dead. You still have another friend to take care of, though. Yay. Since that one is dead, am I unfeared? Yeah. Um, yes, you are. So you may remove that condition from yourself. Orla is the only one still afraid. But she was not affected by that particular slender man. Uh, Dekos will then turn around and shoot a firebolt in the direction of the 
Slender Man behind Orla and will unfortunately miss as it goes just wide enough uh, to sear past its head. Um, Katie, as you are the one facing that way, uh, and you too, Ozma, go ahead and make a perception check. All right, very good. There it is. Dude. Sorry, for whatever reason, it's not. It's going to do it twice. Okay. <laughs> so, Asma, you don't notice this, but Katie, you do. Uh, as the firebolt flashes past, uh, just past the Slender Man's face, you see it flinch away just subtly. Uh, okay. Doesn't seem to have done any damage, but it definitely notices that. Okay. Can I use my reaction to say something? Yeah. Uh, kill it with fire. <laughs> I knew it. Fire works all the time. There is no situation in which fire is not the correct solution. Burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. Jazz now shaking his fear away. I do not know that that is necessarily true in all cases, <laughs> but I think I will agree with you in this one. And will uh, take out his sidearm and shoot a firebolt blast from it. Which hits? And does 40 fire damage. So Jazz takes a moment. You see the runes on the revolver shift uh, to match the kind of spell incantation for Firebolt just before Jazz pulls the trigger. And a gout of flame uh, fires from the gun and strikes it right in the chest. Uh, there is a rather, like, like a, a good fist-sized flaming hole now in the center of the Slender Man's chest as it screams in terror and pain, curling its elongated skinny limbs and claws into itself as it does its best to, to hold itself together. Did not like that at all. Yeah, who's the bitch now? Jazz will take aim, pull back the hammer, and take another shot uh, from his firebolt pistol. And we'll hit again. It only hits, it hits him in the shoulder, but knocks a good chunk of uh, weird, or burns rather, a good chunk of skin away uh, for 16 damage. And Jazz will 
move towards Orla. Whoops, that was not what I wanted to do at all. Move towards Orla. My love, you've got to snap out of it. And that will end his turn. Ash, you are up. And Ozma, you're on deck. All right. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself. All right. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a brilliant plan. Nice choice. So twenty one. Okay. Thirty eight. Um, and now I'm going to let's see how far back can I move. And I too will take out my uh, uh, sidearm and cast firebolt at him. Awesome! I just imagine everyone taking Ooh. out their sidearms and going pew 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 pew. <laughs> that is a critical hit, sir. Um, give me a moment to calculate that shit. <laughs> Light him up. It's like in games where uh, every X bullet that you shoot, the next one is uh, like critical damage. So you take aim, like you 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 heal yourself as you pull out your revolver, thumb back the hammer, and strafe to the side, making sure that you take careful aim. And you hit it right in that same spot where Jazz hit it before, uh, with uh, your 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 bullet of firebolt. It makes an even bigger explosion and widens that hole quite a bit. It takes sixty six damage. Ooh, <laughs> it staggers back like almost surprised, still screaming. And the scream is echoing in everyone's minds. Um, I'd like for everyone present to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, come on. Jesus. <laughs> Oofta. Okay. Jazz. And Orla. <laughs> okay. Ash, Ash, you're fine. Orla is fine. Everyone else is deafened. Actually, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not deafened. You are stunned. Oh, good. Damn. As it screams into your minds. 
Uh, you can't move, but you can still shoot another shot if you'd like. Oh, I mean, I healed myself and ah, shot. So. I see. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, that that'll be that'll be it for me. Gotcha. All right, Ozma. So being stunned, what can I can and can't I do? So you are incapacitated. You can't move, uh, and you can speak only falteringly. Uh, mm-hmm. You would fail automatically. Fail any strength or dexterity saving throws, and any oh, attacks against you would have advantage. All right. Um, as someone that is incapacitated, oh, you can't take any actions or reactions. So, yeah, I, am I just not? You are. You are. You can attempt to uh, make a saving throw out of it. That, that's about all you can do. Okay, and that's a Constitution saving throw. Yep. We'll see if this is going to be better than the last one. Still stunned. No. All right. Well, that's that's my turn. It was better than the last one. Like you, 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 you do your best to 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 shake yourself out of it. You can feel yourself almost there, but it's just not enough, and you just you feel your your will begin to weaken. This guy is nasty. These these guys suck. <laughs> Indeed, uh, Lucius. Same for you. Go ahead and try and save out of your uh, your stunned. Stupor, but that's about all you can do. Yep. So con once again. Yep. You are still stunned. Ugh. All right. Katie, same for you. Oh, nice. That is a nat 20. You focus uh, as much of your chi as you can in, in, in your stunned moment, and you get a... Uh, what is your goddess's name again? Mishakal. Mishakal. You almost feel the hand of Mishakal on your back, pushing your affliction away from you as, as you break your stunned stupor. Yes. Uh, can't do anything else this turn, but you are free. Ugh, worth it. I, the Actually, you I know feel what? Is good. <laughs> I'd say with a constitution, with, with a nat 20 on, on that save, I'll let you take a bonus action. Ooh, a bonus action. Um, I'm going to take a bonus action patient defense. Okay. So that is your turn. Uh, Orla, who has not yet been hit, uh, will, let's see. She will produce flame in her hand and run forward. Uh, She can hear... Uh, Jazz begin to press, mm, mm, but he can't really say anything because he too is stunned. Mm-hmm. And she will attempt to punch uh, the Slender Man with this flame in her hand. 
in that same spot if she can. And she will... She will hit. And do 16 points of fire damage. So she does her best to aim for that same spot, but is only able to just get like right outside of the hole. And granted, it's a sizable hole, uh, but she kind of got overzealous with herself and, and went for that hit. Um, let's see if there's anything else she can do there. She will then, she will turn towards Ash and will cast Healing Word. For five points of healing. Thank you. And let's see, that will end her turn. She is pretty much right up on it. Why is she over here? I meant her to be here. Yeah. Right here. That was weird. Okay. <clears throat> so it is Dacos's turn once again. Back at the top of the order. Oh, wait. I don't know why it took... Oh, I know why, because I read, I did that for... Yep, I did not roll a new initiative for the Slender Man, but that's all right. All right. Slender had... It to roll the nine. So it will be the Slender Man's turn before Idris. So the Slender Man will lash out, <coughs> excuse me, with. Oh! Actually, no. She couldn't have done that because she was frightened. Never mind. I take that back. Nah. That sucks. I was yeah. all excited. Okay, so yeah, she does not do what I had her do a moment ago. Um, she attempts to shoot him with her arrows. I had forgotten that she was frightened, even though it says so right on her damn character sheet. Actually, no, she's going to pull out her, her, her sidearm. And is going to take a shot. Oh, she doesn't have it. At, okay. 
did not have it equipped. Oh, no, she did. All right. Learning where things are on your character sheet. What the what? I see. She can't use it because she's not attuned to it. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. So long to her thorn of the north it is. She will cock an arrow and take a shot. That first shot will miss. She will shoot again. And we'll hit him. Oh, we did the same amount of damage anyway. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was all for nothing. <laughs> and that will end her turn. Oh, she will try to shake out of being frightened. DC wisdom save. And she is no longer frightened. All right. So that will end her turn. Now it's the Slender Man's turn. And the Slender Man will use his tentacles to strike out at both Lucius and at Ozma. So first attack at Lucius. Natural 20. I think those offset. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, God. <sighs> that will be 53 psychic damage, sir. Jesus. As the tentacle smacks you just at your temple and just sends a torrent of psychic pain uh, making you relive your worst moments in your head. And at Ozma. Oh my god, I'm almost afraid to hit Ozma now. Yeah. 17 versus your AC. Oh yeah, that's definitely over my AC. <laughs> nah. 26 psychic damage as it strikes you in the head as well and sends you into thoughts of your mother and thoughts of Zaz. <laughs> oh, God, it's the most horrifying thing I can think of. <laughs> Just the disappointment. You see the disappointment in your mother's eyes oh, and no. you see the sadness in Zaz as he turns and walks away. Oh, no. Poor Ozma. And then it will actually can't do anything else 
because since you are all shaken out of uh, his frightful presence, you can no longer be frightened by them for the next 24 hours. So that will end his turn, and that will bring us to... To Dacos, who will Dacos just takes his uh, puts a sword into his off hand. I've had enough of this. Pulls out his revolver, like thumbs it in one fluid motion, and shoots twice. The first shot misses. The second shot. Oh man, I've got to roll and see if he jams now. Mm. That was a that was a nat one. <laughs> Alrighty. Where is it? One, go. Okay, he does not jam. He's able to fish the, very quickly, like, shake it and smack the bullet, uh, the jammed bullet out of the gun, or the jammed casing out of the gun, smacks the, um, uh, the cylinder back in, and he's ready to go again, but that will end his turn. And we are up to Calum, uh, Jazz, calling people by their real names. What's wrong with me? Uh, as he cocks the, the barrel back or the hammer back on his pistol again and takes another shot of his own. That is a hit. For ah, very nice. So growing very, very tired of this entire game, pulls the the, the barrel back and fires a shot that hits dead center of, of that uh, that hole and blasts through to the other side. The slender thing screams, and you see uh, the flames from that shot begin to travel outward from the edges of that hole and spread until the slender man catches fire. And he crumples himself into a ball as it falls on the ground. You still hear it screams in your head as it rides for a moment and then is silent. The body still f- burning along the ground as it dies. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Jazz holsters the gun. Well, that was not fun. 
No. That is quite an understatement. Yes. Might I suggest we group up for a bit? I have something that can hit all of us, but it's going to take me a few minutes to do. Jazz and Idris will definitely agree to that, and it will group up as close as possible to everyone. <coughs> I assume you are going to attempt, or not attempt, but do prayer of healing? Yep. Nice. And I'm probably going to do it twice. Yay. Legit. Do you mean to do it twice, or do you mean to do it once? <laughs> oh, no. I meant to do it twice. Okay. I meant to do that as two separate things, but both rolled at the same time. So. Oh, nice. So, 25 points of healing to everyone. Oh, man. Thank you, Lucius. Yeah. It is much appreciated. How is everybody feeling? Because, frankly, I still feel like shit. <laughs> I'm feeling much better after all the healing I've gotten. Yeah, I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm fine. Hmm. I don't have a lot of things prepared that would be helpful. Uh, I will go ahead and take a... Uh, Cure serious wounds potion then. Okay. I literally am, am missing like one hit point. I'm good. <laughs> Let's see if Idris can do anything healing wise. He cannot. I'm not surprised by that. Actually, let me real quick check his staff. Okay, much better. Here we go. Nope, Staff of the Magi does not have any kind of healing magic. Let's see. Let's see. Orla will. How are you doing on healing, Ash? Uh, you mean as far as my health? Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty good. Sixty-eight out of seventy-five. Okay. Uh, um, let's see. Orla will attempt, will cast Healing Word on you once again. Just to kind mm-hmm. of hopefully round that out some. So she heals you for seven points. Well, okay. I know, no, it may not be much, but 
Hopefully it helps. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Well, let's not do that ever again. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Did did they drop anything of value? No. They the 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 one you just killed is still burning in the middle of the floor. Um and doesn't seem to have anything on them. Uh the first one that you killed is just a pile of muck and bone now. Disgusting. <sighs> All that work and no reward. Does anyone? <laughs> Jazz kind of looks over at it and begins to walk towards it. Has anyone seen anything like this ever before? I don't know. Have I? Um, roll history. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. You couldn't have, have that on a con save, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so in your travels uh, you have seen uh, creatures that resemble what you, we've just fought uh, you know them to be absolute abominations usually uh, the result of a very very deranged uh, but very intelligent mind uh, they have been known to haunt uh, forests for the most part, uh, darkened and abandoned forests uh, to the southeast, but you did not think that you would see any on this side of the continent. Interesting. Hmm. Well, and this labyrinth isn't like a natural structure, right? Like this has been crafted. So yep. somebody somebody put this here. Yep, Would it make every- sense for that to, for this to be like a minion of the beholder that we're expecting? Um, with your intelligence uh, or with your history check, uh, I'd say it's it definitely is crossing your mind that this could very well be a a minion, if not even or, uh, a creation of said beholder. Oh, okay. Without without oh, all the information God. on the beholder uh, that you would need to uh, to make a more concrete uh, observation, you, you you really can't tell. Okay. But you, but you definitely wonder at that. Well. I feel bad because I just threw that door open. Um, but I don't know that there was another way around it. But regardless, we should probably endeavor to move forward more carefully now. Yeah. Orla, Orla takes a look, look at it. Uh, and you know, she looks at you and she nods. Whatever this is, it's definitely not natural. Like, nothing from nature could have become so twisted and ugly and faceless.
feel like Sweet. this is what uh, Gorfam used to be. You know? Or maybe what he could have been. Right. Do we see any signs in here about uh, where Kai supposedly went? Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. <laughs> you are so focused on uh, the the ridiculous, horrific creatures that you just fought to really notice anything. I feel like if those footprints had come through here, we would have either found the dead body of their owner or the dead body of these uh abominations sure so he probably he or she probably did not come this way is you know good point my deductive reasoning go ahead and make an investigation check to see uh whether or not you see any footprints in the room anybody in particular or me you oh uh. Um, I'd say given your, uh, your observation there, go ahead and make another one. I'll, I'll give you advantage. Oh, thanks. <laughs> not better. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not better. Um, you do a quick scan of the area, also still recovering from the fight you just had and aren't able to, to tell at all. However, Mr. Goodsong like does a bit more. Like he's he's while he was fascinated by uh the the slender abominations, he's moved on and has begun looking around the room. Uh he looks fairly thoroughly at the walls and then at the floor. I do not believe that there are any footprints here. I definitely cannot see anything on the walls. So I do not think our friend has gone this way. Should we go back through the store and go the fourth direction that we haven't tried yet? That seems reasonable, yes. All righty. Uh, also, at this point, I'm uh, switching the wand to my offhand, and I'm pulling out my staff of radiance. Okay. Very good. Remind me what your staff of radiance uh, does and what spells it has. I can't remember. Oh no, never mind. I see it in the the thing. Yeah. Um, if there's if there's a way for me to cover up the light. So that's not giving us away. Uh, I just want to have the steering light and daylight at hand. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you can go ahead and, uh, and and deactivate it if you want to with your swift action. Lovely. Cool. 
So, yeah, you guys leave uh, the room uh, where the Slendermen were kind of laying in wait and you just killed them and they almost uh, became closer than you would have liked to uh, murdering you. <laughs> so you guys are going to go, I assume, here-ish? And I'm check sorry, out. one more time. You guys are going to go here and check out uh, what's beyond. Is this a wall right here? Or is that room keep going? Oh, I did not reveal that, did I? Uh, that is... Sorry. Let's say you guys probably would have seen that uh, during your fight. Oh. Or seen far enough into... I've seen that. You guys want to go check that out? I'm in. <laughs> sure, I'm going to go in the back now, though, because I screwed up last time. Yeah. Are we able to see right here as well? Uh, yeah. All right. Whoops. That's not what I meant to do. Get back over there. And then... Boom. Let's put that there. So, uh, standing there... Looking through the door, Ash, with your, uh, is that devil sight? Mm-hmm. That gives you the, you are able to see about that. And you notice. Oh, damn. Right here, there is a body torn to pieces. And bloodless. Bloodless? Bloodless. Well, loveless now as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All out of love. So lost without you. Mm hmm. (laughs) Okay. So then, just this area uh, north of us, that's just more wall. Oh, yeah, that is just more wall, yes. I will go ahead and reveal that since you guys have... See, no, don't hide the damn thing. (laughs) Damn it, roll 20. Yeah, that's wall. That is all wall. Cool. I don't necessarily trust dead bodies in this place. <laughs> well, we need to look at it and see if it's Kai. Mm. Because if we keep going and expect to find him in Nashtakala and he's not there, that's not mm-hmm. going to... Then we're just fighting uphill for no reason. So we at least need to inspect the body. Can't tell anything from this distance? Um... At that distance, go ahead and make an investigation check with disadvantage. 
cool. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> um, you can't tell uh, whether or not that is a tiefling or an elf, for all you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Could be any number of things. Yeah, I will cautiously go up and look at it. God, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> All right. And as you do... Please don't ahead, attack me again. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay. All right. Not terrible, but not necessarily great. Uh, I can say this. Uh, the the thing that is the or the corpse that lies beneath, under you is definitely not purple skinned or horned. Okay. How old is it? Um. Like how fresh is the kill? Fairly fresh. Uh, within maybe the last day or two. Crap, was this our guy and it wasn't Kai at all that we were following? Um, if you want to take a look at his feet or what's left of them uh, and make another investigation investigation check. I would like to look at his entire person and see if there's sure. anything interesting on there, including sure. his feet. You don't find much. Um However, you do get a fairly decent look at his feet, and they don't seem to match the size of the boot print left by whoever was traveling, whoever was walking this this labyrinth. In fact, uh, you don't see any footprints at all in this area. Um... And the way that this body is, I'll just kind of, I'll just give this to you. The way that the body is placed on the ground, it's almost as if it was thrown there. Oh. So then you could say that it doesn't look like he died here, he or she. Correct. I mean, you could assume that. I, I can't, you can't tell that necessarily by the role. But it definitely did not come here of its own volition. Okay. Well, that's super unnerving. That makes it seem like it's a warning. It's me. Jazz would... uh, Jazz, because Jazz is too curious. Yep. So Jazz being Jazz, he would go right up to the thing and he will investigate as well. He'll do a little bit better. Uh, not by much. Jeez. He rolled low. <laughs> uh, for having a plus 11 to investigation. Uh, he looks down at it and he uses Saif to kind of like move the limbs of the corpse around and there is a bit of a uh, there are slash marks in the arms and just underneath the arms look at that definitely looks as if that thing as if something attacked it 
Look at the claw marks here. If I had to wager a guess, I would say that it might have been those weird slender abomination things. And that maybe it, I don't know, killed it and left it here. And maybe attempt wanted to come back later and eat it. Although I do not know how it would eat because it did not have a face. Yes, that does provide some challenges. Ash, I hate to put you on the spot, but would you mind stepping around the corner and just giving a little look? <laughs> okay, yeah. All righty. Ash, as you turn the corner, you see the rest of the room. And another body. Okay, I'll... Uh, what is... Hmm, I'll get this far. <laughs> what does the body <laughs> look like? Go ahead and roll investigation for me. Investigation 16. Okay. Um, this body is a little cleaner than the other one. Um, not as many slash marks at all. Um, its clothes seem to be intact. Uh, the difference is that its head is pointing in the wrong direction. Its head seems to be looking behind it <laughs> as opposed to in front of it. Mm, like that's supposed to be like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Mm -mm. The body, from what you can see, Ash, is human. Okay. Um, its hmm. face ashen. Its eyes sunken in. Uh, this one hadn't been dead for very long either. Maybe a, maybe a day or two at the most. Well, so it inconvenient. seems to me that we have, uh, to borrow a phrase, an imperfect cartographer that we're following. As the only two places left have notes that they're not the places or no footprints. Yes, or he only came so far this way maybe was able to uh, sense or detect that there was trouble here and maybe went the other way. There were footprints going in the other direction. That's true. At any rate, we seem to have met a dead end, so... Mm -hmm. Might as well turn around. Yeah. Dacos and Orla are still at the at the other door, kind of standing guard. So you all wander out. 
So which way are we going now? We can go back the way we came, or we could go into this new direction for here and see if there's anything there for us. If I'm wrong, but the indication, the markings here suggest that the stairs are the wrong way. That's correct. Okay, but the whoever wrote that just said that it was a dead end. They didn't say that what kind of dead end it was, right? So maybe it was a dead end because what they were looking for wasn't up there, not because it doesn't go somewhere interesting. Entirely possible, which is why I'm just saying that there's a case to be made for both directions. Hmm. Uh. Well, Orla follow. Lucius, where would you like to go? Honestly, I don't have a strong opinion either way. Uh, just throwing out, throwing out some things to consider here. Uh, I'm fine with trying to finish out this floor. Yeah, it does seem like the person that we were following sort of just went in a circle in this room. And uh, we don't know where they went after that. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure if following footprints is the best idea anymore. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, well, Ash moves uh, down the hall to see if he can uh, see anything else down this hallway. All right, having moved down the hallway, you see that. Sweet, more hallway. <laughs> more hallway. I'm going to make a note in the wall right here that we were coming this way. All right. Is that a dead end or is there a, a door there? That is, sorry, I did not reveal that very well, did I? That is a door. Okay. Does it look trapped? The door itself? Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. <laughs> I'm bound to get a good one sooner or later. Yeah. Oh, hey, good job. At the same time. Excellent. You can see that there is something amiss about that door. It definitely does not seem to be, doesn't, doesn't seem to look right. I miss. Mm -hmm. uh, I will attempt an arcana check. 
All right, go for it. You can't see or you can't feel uh, anything magical about the door at all. Question. Yeah. Do any of you magic users have that thing that like makes a spectral hand? Maybe if it doesn't look right and we all stand back. Yeah. Like what if we all just like stand a ways back and you have your... Well, and I and I and I am also proficient with thieves tools. I might be able to take a look and see if I can uh, can maybe disarm the door with my mage hand. I think it's worth a shot. I just you know I'm a little extra shy after almost dying. Oh it's, no, I I agree completely. So Jazz speaks a word and a. Purple hand appears about the size of his own. Uh, it will reach into his pack along his side and pull out uh, a tool and will hover in the direction of the door. It will take a little time and uh, attempt to disarm whatever happens to be at the door. With an 11, that doesn't... Uh, geez. I cannot get it. It seems to be jammed. Raspberry. Only one man would dare give me the raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> Lone Star. Hey, Osma, would you like to maybe try and disarm this? Absolutely. Needed to be asked. Dang it. Take it, everyone. <laughs> Well, since the first, I've got to take the first one, mm -hmm. uh, but I will add your proficiency bonus to that, um, which will make it a twenty. So you fiddle around with it for a moment, and there is a clunk that you get. It's a very satisfying and very foreboding <laughs> sound. <laughs> Don't do this to me. And you hear something just kind of slowly slide down on the other side of the door and gently rest with a thunk. Okay, so I said I was going to unlock the door. I did not say I was going to open the door. So if somebody would like to volunteer to do that. Jazz, if you still have your mage hand up, we can all back up and you can do that. Okay, we can. Jazz's mage hand. Lucius just leaves the room. <laughs> <laughs> His mage hand would have dis dissipated by that point, but he casts another one. It's an at will spell for him. Uh, and the hand pushes the door open. 
And as you, as the door is pushed open, you see a couple of things. A guillotine, <laughs> for one. Oh, jeez. Now lies, uh, pen- a guillotine attached to a pendulum now lies kind of on an angle, blade resting against the floor. Like, still. Nice work, Osma. Yeah, good job. Yeah, that was very good. And you see a collection of barrels uh, sitting at the very end of the room. So let me move that because that's in a weird place. Wait, barrels. I wonder if they have anything in them. I think we're going to have to check it out. All right. Go go ahead and roll investigation. Hey, nat 20. Good job. Nice. It only Yay. took all night. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up to the barrels and you the moment you put your hand on them, you sense Mab. Oh dear. This isn't going to be very nice. And you pop the first barrel open and it is full of severed hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of varying states of decay. Are you okay? Do you like need to talk to somebody? (laughs) Like, I'm concerned. (laughs) I didn't say this is gonna be pleasant. (laughs) I told you this is a this is a mage that belongs this is a maze that belongs to a or where a beholder lives. I I I made no guarantees as to what you would find. (laughs) Okay, I opened one barrel, someone else can open another one. Uh yeah. Anything else in the room? Um, that is. We think question. that the like the the guillotine just cut off people's hands as they were opening the door, and that's where all of the like failures are kept. <laughs> just the hands. Just yeah. The- <laughs> just like trophies. You don't see anything that 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 speaks out to you right away in the room. Um, you're more than welcome to make a perception check if you want. Yeah. That is a 14. I'd say that's enough to do it. You look around, just kind of feeling things out. Uh, you're definitely reluctant to go back to that barrel of hands and who knows what else is in the other barrels. Um, but you kind of look over in this area and there's something weird about that wall. All right. And I want to investigate this wall. All right. Go ahead and make an investigation roll. S'il vous plaît. 
All right. You kind of run your hands upon or along the wall, along the area of the wall that's very just kind of odd looking to you. And there seems to be like a a bit of a, of an indentation uh, and uh, between one part of the wall and the other. Knowledge Arcana. Do it, do it, do it. I said that's sufficient enough to to see that, like, you, you, you reach out with your senses. You don't sense anything really magical about the wall. Uh, there, there's, there's no magic radiating from that wall at all that you can tell. Maybe it's what? just a hidden door. Entirely possible. Whatever it is, it doesn't appear to be magic. All right, Ash, open it up. <laughs> All right, I uh, attempt to open the door. How do you attempt to open the door, if it is in fact the door? What action are you taking to facilitate this? Hmm. Not sure any suggestions. Lucius just left the room. Um, <laughs> I think he thinks we're going to get fireballed. <laughs> I'm just saying we've had crazy, icky, slender people and a guillotine next to a barrel full of hands. Perhaps we could investigate a little more. Anybody else want to give that a try? Uh, I can try. I'll, I'll investigate as well. I'm not trying to be completely. Uh... <laughs> Super. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> that's the that's the second time that's happened. Wow. Asma, <laughs> you attempt to investigate, and there is absolutely nothing that you can see. Like, uh, at all. <laughs> well, Jazz, you, Jazz is very, you're pretty good at like um, assembling things and understanding like basic engineering of stuff, right? Like maybe you can look at the wall and tell us if you can see something that we can't based on your training. Well, I can take a look. Uh, he and Jazz will kind of come over and start to kind of fiddle around with the door a bit. Pull up his sheet and investigate. Okay, Jazz was just kind of like, well, this seems very strange. And uh, and it's, it's I, I feel like I've seen something like this before, but I don't know where or why. And he kind of leans himself against the door, or against the wall, rather. Damn it, I just gave the game away. Uh, um. And the there is a click as the as the wall, or at least that portion of the wall, moves outward and then slides to the to the right. And Jazz has to catch himself, or else fall through as the door opens. Ooh! 
<laughs> I did not expect that. He winds up here. That is uh, that is very clever. Good job. Well, I I, I do try. I, I went to school and um, learned. And then things. you dropped out. <laughs> and then, look, why are we dwelling on the past? <laughs> and I, Orla just kind of walks up to him. It's okay. I still love your big brain. Thank you, love. Well, it looks like we're so if we come out into this hallway, do we see the footprints that we saw before? You do. The footprints that are leading this way. So that was a big circle that included a near-death experience. Yes. And a barrel of hands. All that in a barrel of hands. Idris, out of sure curiosity, because Idris is also Idris. Yes. Walks over as you guys are talking about the barrels and attempts to open another barrel. And he does. He flips another barrel open. And, oh boy, let's see. You hear a gagging sound coming from his direction as he covers his mouth and pushes himself away from the barrel he just opened. Like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Didn't need to see that. Nope. What is it? And Idris, you look at Idris and Idris has gone slightly paler than he usually is. He slaps himself in the face a couple times. Um, I might have been going crazy, but it very much looked like a barrel full of pickled eyes. Pickled I eyes. Be, I could be wrong. And that might just be eyes. normal eyes. I oh. didn't pay attention. To what kind of eyes they were, only that they were eyes, and there were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Possibly being pickled. It smelled very briny and 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 weird. But they were definitely whole, I can tell you that. Okay, so that kind of... That... Kind of dismisses my theory that it was just pieces that were cut off by the guillotine. I hate to say this, but do we need to open the rest of the barrels? I think we probably should just for to be thorough. Okay. And like I said, I already opened one. Idris opened one. All right, all right. I'll I'll do the next one. It just shakes his head. I don't want to open another one. I don't Mm -hmm. want to open another one. This game well, we have more. We, we have found interesting things in barrels before. Usually curses, but <laughs> Jazz yeah, pokes his head back. Curses. Jazz pokes his head through the door. Hey, it is not a curse. Saif is my friend. Found Saif in a barrel. <laughs> um, 
No, Saif, we did not find in the barrel. My goblins uh, are are also <laughs> kind of my friends. Uh, I found them in a barrel. Oh, I really don't want like a brain parasite. It's fine. I already said I was going to open one. I'll open one. All right. Uh, you open the third barrel. Uh, go ahead and um, make an investigation check to see if you can open it without he's needing, requiring much force. Uh, oh, oh okay. very nice. So you figure out how to just kind of twist the the, the top of the barrel, uh, almost like a cask, and it just kind of slides, and you hear a... Ugh. And as you lift the barrel... Uh, or you lift the top off, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. Mm. Nope. <laughs> you vomit uh, along the side of that barrel as you peer over, appeared, you peered into it and saw a barrel full of what appeared to be humanoid hearts. Of various sizes and various shapes, all very much human, humanoid heart organs. Um. Okay, I'm going to casually like move the barrel in front of my vomit. <laughs> casually, <laughs> casually do nothing. Nothing to see here. Um, and then I'm going to walk to the other side of the room because I'm about done with this barrel game. Yeah, not a fun game. Let's see. I'm just going to see if, since Idris was standing there, if he saw you do that. It just walks over and like pats you on your back. Uh, are you okay? That 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 didn't look good. Fine. I'm fine. It was a bad idea, wasn't it? Well, what if it was important? It's still gross. Yeah. I thought I was tougher than this. I I thought I was tougher than this. I've had not even in the undying court would we see something like this. This is this is madness. Horrifying. Maybe we should just keep going and just keep following those footprints. Maybe not open any more barrels. I'm I'm about done with barrels. Yeah, let's seal up this room. <laughs> all right, so you all head out. Yeah, let's head out. Moving cheerfully on. All righty. <coughs> So now you have, let's see, uh, check out your line of vision. Oh, yeah, you can see that. You are seeing all of, nope, that's not what I meant to do. (laughs) Damn it, roll 20. There we go. Boom. 
Right, bud. And there are still a a you, you see the footprints uh, moving in this. Oops, that's not what I wanted either. Moving in this direction, uh, you see it move kind of this way, but then it circles, doubles back, and comes back to this area. Well, here's uh, another door, it seems. Uh, Jazz will investigate and see if there's anything worth noting. Let me find Jazz's character sheet real quick. Okay. Jazz will... Check for traps. Nice, that's a good roll. Uh, Jazz kind of takes his thieves' tools out and kind of jiggers at the door a little bit. So at one end, at the other. No, there doesn't seem to be anything here. I do not see anything that we need to be worried about. And with that roll, there doesn't even appear to be a lock on this door. You want to use Mage Hand just in case? I could see the benefit in that. Or As, maybe... So he backs away... Uh, and will cast Mage Hand on the door itself. And the hand appears, just kind of pressed flat against the door, and pushes it forward. And you see that I am hiding areas again, and I don't mean to. That's what you see. Uh, forgive me, did we see what was... Up north? Um, you haven't gone there yet, no. Yeah. No, but you are in the vicinity where you should be able to see, and there you go. Hmm. Well, I suppose let's go into the room. Yeah, do the footprints continue past the door? Yes, they do. So you walk into the room. Do you see that? Ooh. We see where the footprints go in here. And the footprints seem to move in this direction. 
I'm going to make another mark in the uh, wall. Okay. So, like, let's know that we need to go through here and then up the corridor to the left to get out. Excellent. You do that. And then what would you like to do? Uh, I guess move down here. Okay, give me just a sec. Do, 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 Okay, so. You look into that hallway. And through that hallway you see this. Um, I'm going to give myself Vigilant Blessing just in case. Okay. Um, Can I make out any of what that says from here? No. No, you cannot. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, see some sort of circle up ahead. It has uh, some writing, but I can't tell what it says yet. Looks. Uh, um, who ominous. has a really high who has a really high arcana? Who's really, really good at that? Not me. Let's see. I'm betting Jazz is, is Jazz is really good. Jazz uh, has a I'll, plus eleven. Support him. Okay, I guess I can go in and take a wait, look. Wait, wait. I, w- I was thinking that I could cast invisibility on somebody who could then go investigate, maybe without drawing the visual attention of, you know, whatever might be in there. That could work. So if I do that and then also give you the eyes of night jazz, then we could take the glowy goggles off so nobody can see those either. Oh, yeah, that is good thinking. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I don't know, unless somebody has a different or better idea. Sounds good to me. Okay. Okay. No, I think I think that's going to be the best course. Um, but so, Jazz, please remember if you cast a spell or attack anybody, your invisibility goes away. Right. So try and be as quiet as possible and even if you're tempted, don't start fucking with stuff. Uh, okay, I will not mess with anything. <laughs> Just, you know. No matter how I want. As a friend. <laughs> and Orla Orla goes up next to him and is like Please, sweetheart, <laughs> just just for once. 
Okay, and then I will uh, close my eyes and uh, cast Invisibility on Jazz. Well, no, first I'll give him the Eyes of Night, so he has uh, 10 minutes with Dark Vision with an unlimited range, and then I will cast Invisibility. And as you are doing that, uh, Jazz will shut down his goggles, and you... He will kind of slide them back on top of his uh, forehead and uh, he kind of blinks his eyes a moment like, oh, this is much nicer. And as he says that, the invisibility takes hold. It's like, oh, everything looks weird. Can you all see me? No, but we can hear you, so shh. Oh, sorry. And so he is going to attempt stealth as he walks into the room. He rolled a 10. (laughs) (laughs) So he walks in, but despite himself, he kind of starts to hum to himself. Uh, but does 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 not seem to attract any attention he walks over to the circle and he will make an arcana check wow (laughs) that was a natural 19 uh he Looks at it closely. Oh. <laughs> I know what this is. Guys, it's okay. There's nothing in the room. Okay, I will drop invisibility on him then and then wait and see if anything jumps at him. Hi. <laughs> Ash already moved into the room. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing jumps out. Okay. That's the problem with these walls that are not straight. They just, they just do not do the thing that they're supposed to. There we go think that works let's check the other screen yeah that's good enough for government work so you all walk in and there is I mean jazz is very much just kind of like walking around the circle uh, you can see now he's pulled out a notepad and he's taking notes and he's sketching and 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 making an exact replica from what you can see over his shoulder uh, when he passes by, he's drawing an exact replica of this rune, this runic circle. Is it jazz? This this is a teleportation circle. Oh, do I know what that is? In <laughs> your travels with the circle. Uh, You've encountered uh, teleportation circles before, Katie, but you do not have the cap- capabilities 
to use one or to activate one on your own. Uh, that is usually the uh, the realm of wizards, sorcerers, and bards. Okay, 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 so, okay. So whenever you traveled with like a wizard or a sorcerer or a bard, they generally knew how to do that, and you kind of left that to them because that was never something you were trained to do. It's interesting that one would be here. Yes, I wonder who would use such a thing. Jazz, do you recognize the language? Let's see. Oh, it is Elvish. It is most certainly Elvish. What's it say? It is basically a set of instructions. Uh, stand in the circle. Uh, this circle is linked to destination and then gives a set of coordinates. Uh, coordinates I am not familiar with. It is less, it is less a passphrase and more a, uh, more a combination lock. Do we see where the footprints went? Let's see. Jazz will actually. Jazz is in. Actually, no, Jazz will make an investigation check since he was already in here. Oh yes, they go right there. He points to the very center of the circle, and as you as he. Point, as you point, you follow his finger, you also follow the path of the footprints into the center of the circle. And that's where the footprints end. So our person that we're following definitely used this teleporter. Hmm. Orla kind of turns to Jazz, and you 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 don't know where this is, where this circle goes. What, what's on the other side of it? And Jazz shakes his head. No, it's not quite the way these teleportation circles work. They are usually connected. There are connected points between two different places. Uh, usually, one is more or less a door. And anywhere else that these teleportation circles uh, happen to be, if there's one that matches this, then potentially you can go there. Um, but uh, there is no guarantee that they are not also identical teleportation circles in other places as well. So you could end up virtually anywhere. Um, but that is, if you go along the assumption that there's more than one matching circle like this. It's all very fascinating. Is this a circle that you know how to use? Specific coordinates. Sorry. Uh, oh, no, go ahead. What did you say, Lucius? But the instructions provide specific coordinates. Yes. I don't know where, where they go, but... Yes, it definitely points to a specific place. 
where that place is, I am not familiar. Uh, I am not a wizard or a sorcerer or a bard, so I could not interpret this. Wait a minute. And Jazz looks up at you, Ozma. Mm -hmm. You are a wizard, aren't you? You have wizarding abilities. I have tricks. <laughs> Would you happen to know, uh, be able to interpret where this might go? That, uh, that new thing I have, would that do it? Um, it, it does foster your ability to utilize uh, a teleportation circle. So you could, you could activate it. But I can't, I can't figure out where it goes before I activate it, though. I um, you, can, you can attempt an arcana check and see. Oof. Um, does someone with a better arcana bonus than I do want to check doing an arcana check? Jazz has a really good one, but he also does not have any knowledge on how to use a teleportation circle. You're right. It's got to be me. Can't get out of this. I'm happy to assist. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, dang. I could have given you guidance. Okay. Well, if Lucius is assisting you, go ahead and roll again. That give you advantage. It is just enough to know that it is below where you currently are. Okay. So, like, further into the labyrinth? Yeah. Further beneath the labyrinth. <laughs> so, does it, is, it says my teleportation circle is a ritual. How do I go about doing that? So, <clears throat> for you, it would be more or less you spending, let's see, let me take a look at your spells, at your spells, because you have it as a, do, 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 there we go, teleportation circle. So, for you, for so this particular ritual is about you drawing a teleportation circle that is attuned to uh, one that you've already learned. However, uh, by virtue of knowing that spell, uh, you can both conjure and activate a teleportation uh -huh. circle. So it would take you it would take you less time to activate one that's already drawn out and one that's already created than it would for you to uh, to draw one out. So your casting time for this is 11 minutes. So I would say uh, it would take you maybe five and a half, maybe six minutes okay. of, of concentration to activate this teleportation circle. Mm -hmm. um, well, you guys, I think that we should see where this thing goes because, you know, Seems like this is where the trail's leading us. It also seems like every other place we went ended in a, a circle or a dead end or something. So yeah. this might be I the only way forward. 
the best lead we have. You guys, you guys good? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say enthused, but yes, I, I agree. I think that's how. <laughs> Jazz is very visibly excited. Oh, yes, let's do this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Orla looks very concerned about how enthusiastic Jazz is to step into this teleportation circle. <laughs> you picture her like just putting her hand on his shoulder and just kind of like sighing. Yeah. <laughs> I picture that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and attempt to activate this teleportation circle. Okay. So you stand... Uh, you basically gesture for everyone to stand in the middle of the circle, uh, right, which they, I'm assuming you all follow her instructions. Yeah. And uh, she kneels down at the, at the circle itself and places her hands just above uh, the, the inscription and as you do, Ozma, you feel uh, the energy begin to ripple between you and the drawing of the circle. And you see now, the, the closer that you get to it, it's not just the drawing of a circle. This circle has been engraved into the floor. And, and, and there is a... I don't know if you would really call it paint so much as it's an enamel that the circle has been drawn with uh, that is tinged with arcane energy. And as your hands hover above it, you can feel the charge between yourself and the, uh, the magic within the circle. It almost feels familiar to you as you are now exchanging energy and information. The, the more time passes, the more the circle around you begins to glow. And your hair, Ozma, begins to kind of blow with this almost ethereal wind. It doesn't affect anything else around you. Uh, it's the first time we've really seen you use a spell in this in this manner. Uh, and another minute passes. And this ethereal wind begins to kind of swirl about the interior of the circle soundless uh you can see the dust begin to move about uh and then slow motes of light begin to uh rise from the outline of the circle rising from the runes it's th themselves as they begin to pulse uh almost rhythmically and you are not so caught up in this ritual that you don't notice that it is pulsing to the rhythm of your heartbeat, Ozma. It <laughs> and there's almost this charge of excitement that goes through you as you notice this. And as you feel more of this arcane energy kind of siphon itself through you. And the more excited you get, the more powerful the spell becomes. And the more, uh, the faster your heart begins to race. And the more the lights begin to flash and the brighter they begin to flash. And then there's a bright light. And there's quiet. And there's darkness. And then one by one, little lights begin 
to turn on the flash. Uh, like little, uh, like little balls of light flashing across the ceilings. Ceilings that are around 60 feet high. Columns, large, massive columns circle the area. You find yourself now sitting in a massive mage circle. Glowing bright blue. And then there's a voice. Well, I hadn't expected visitors today. <laughs> I imagine you've come quite a ways. I wonder, are you to be my next plaything? And as you look up, you find yourself face to face Did that transfer? Why didn't that transfer? Oh, it wouldn't transfer for me. Face to face. Oh God. With a large floating mass, large orange yellow eye in its in the center, swide smiling jagged teeth, and twelve undulating eye stalks that all look towards you. Well, well, well. Welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly indeed. <laughs> and that's where we're in the night session. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. The Slender Man kicked our butts. I'm scared. <laughs> Slender Men? Slender, Slender Men. men. Yes. Okay. Men. You're right. There Ooh. was another one. So yeah, oh, man. you you some status effects here. You have <laughs> found yourself among a hideous creature, uh, a massive creature, and I'm sure you have many many questions. <laughs> yeah, mostly just fear. <laughs> yeah. Fear After is that is a. Uh, a an apt response <laughs> to <laughs> what you have just witnessed. Um, so yeah, you have uh, honestly not even seen. Let me take a look here. There is so much of this labyrinth you have not seen yet, <laughs> <laughs> but managed to find uh, the location. Of a beholder. And not just a beholder. This is like no beholder you have seen or learned about. This is a massive beholder. Beholders aren't supposed to be this huge. So, will you be able to parlay with said beholder? Or will this be a fight to the death? Mm. 
we will find out next time. Uh, and what, how is Kai, did Kai survive? Did Kai meet this thing? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> so many questions. Uh, all to be answered on the next episode of Agents of the Circle, uh, where we will get to, maybe not to the bottom of everything, but we'll maybe get some answers, hopefully, if you survive. Kendra, let's bring our talking talking shoes. <laughs> putting, putting on those talking shoes. Talking shoes, talking shoes, talking yeah. Shoes. <laughs> it's uh it's gonna be a doozy but yeah you guys you guys did pretty well with the slender men i imagine that you would uh would have probably uh traversed a bit more of the labyrinth before you found the summoning circle or not summoning the teleportation circle but uh yeah yeah this works too <laughs> but um yeah, that's uh, that that's that's where we are. Uh, what are your impressions of this uh, this event? Uh, yeah, fuck. It's a good, <laughs> a good impression. That is that 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 is a fair impression. That's fair. No, I honestly, I I like the the construction of it, the fact that the trap door just led us back essentially to where we started. Yeah. Was, was a nice touch. Yeah. Very labyrinthian. <laughs> yeah. That there is, I mean, and who knows, you might still have to traverse the rest of this labyrinth yet, but, uh, it's, I mean, you, 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 you gotta survive this guy first. <laughs> and hopefully, Hopefully, if you are the players that I know you to be, there's a good chance of that. Uh, this might learn something, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, we will uh, we will see, and you all listening will hear uh, what will happen next. Uh, Next, we meet in two weeks uh, and see whether or not, uh, see who this beholder is, why this beholder seems to be so intelligent, and uh, what, what, this, what, this, what this thing has planned for our, our stalwart agents um, next time on Agents of the Circle. Until then, uh, stay safe. It's still a pandemic out there. Uh, go vote. Uh, because that's important and your vote matters uh, even if it, it doesn't really seem like it does uh, it is your democratic responsibility um, not to get too preachy on a show about D&D but you know we have preachy moments within the game so why the fuck not right go fucking vote um, if you haven't already and um yeah, we love you, and may the dice roll ever in your favor.
Hi there, this is Sphinx Akasha, and this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor.